Do you want to build a powerful lead generation website for your business? Well, I'm going to share the step-by-step process that you can still we use here at WebChoice. Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the Top 100 Marketing Podcast, Business Growth Show. If you haven't yet, check out my weekly email where I share useful marketing tips, podcasts, free guides, resources, and bonuses each and every Monday to start your week off with a bang. Head over to businessgrowth.email to sign up today. So why should you bother hiring a web company to build a professional website for you when it could cost you thousands of pounds or dollars? Well, perhaps you shouldn't. If you just need an online business card that you might point prospects to every now and then, it doesn't need to generate leads, it doesn't need to build trust, educate people, and generate those important inquiries, then perhaps you shouldn't. I mean, you could just look at a simple site builder like Squarespace, Wix, or something like that, or even a very cheap WordPress template, and it might serve you absolutely fine because the website is nothing more than a static business card. However, if you do need the website to attract the right type of clients, to educate buyers, to build trust with them, and to convert them into steady flow of qualified sales opportunities, then it needs the correct investment of time and money, and it needs to be done right. So I'm going to share with you the step-by-step process we use here at WebChoice that you can use yourself on how we build websites that generate results, aka new clients, sales leads, and revenue for your business. So step one is research. Now this starts with a no BS conversation between yourself and your web company on what the exact goals are for your website. So this could cover exactly who you want to attract, so your main target customer. It could cover exactly what you want to get out of the website, i.e. does it need to attract a certain type of audience? Does it need to educate them on your sector? Does it need to build trust through reviews, testimonials, all that good stuff, and then convert them into a steady flow of sales opportunities, inbound leads, calls, inquiries, that kind of stuff, really understanding what you want to get out of this website, looking at things like if you've got past data, so if you've had a website in the past, looking at things like the Google Analytics, so understanding how much traffic the website was getting, what the conversion rate was of visitors to inquiry, what the bounce rate was, so how many people went on the homepage but never explored a page further and just bounced off onto another site. Um, Also looking at tools perhaps like if you've had Hotjar on your old website to understand average time spent on the site, if there were specific areas that people clicked on, if there were specific areas of your site people neglected, so understanding what the user activity was on your site, taking all those insights to understand areas that can improve user retention and conversion rates to get you more leads, and also looking at competitor sites. So if there's reference sites that you think are doing a great job in your sector, competitors we need to be aware of so we can study their sites, understand what's working well, what's not, and then analyzing all this data to understand where you're at right now, where you want to get to in, say, 12 months' time with the site in terms of traffic, in terms of inquiries, in terms of inbound leads, so understanding and planning key goals, and also having a conversation around what kind of marketing you're going to be doing to the site, if you're going to run ads, if you're going to do organic SEO, if you're going to do social. So understanding together if the goals are realistic and setting a clear roadmap for what needs to happen with this new design. Another thing to add is we want this website to attract ideal clients. We don't want to design it or build it just to please our CEO, our marketing team, or even ourselves. We want to actually attract the type of people that are going to be buying our product or our service. So a great way to do this is to run customer interviews. So if you've got a list of existing clients or prospects that you're already working with, 
that you enjoy working with and that drive good revenue for your business. You can set up Zoom calls, worst case email conversations with them, and you can really ask them key questions like, what encouraged you to work with us? What do you like about our current website? What could we do to improve our new website? Are there specific areas you really care about seeing when you look to work with a vendor like ours on their site? Is there perhaps other ideas and additions you've got that we could do to improve our online presence? Um, was there anything that struck you when we had a conversation with you that really built trust and encouraged you to work with us as opposed to other vendors? Now, there is a whole bunch of questions that I share in another podcast episode on Business Growth Show in the YouTube called How to Build Your Site to Attract Idle Clients. So you can check that past episode out, which has got all the full questions that I recommend you ask on customer interviews. But the key thing to remember here is to ask as many clients as you can, ideally kind of five to 10 minimum, and understand what are the key things that keep coming up in terms of why they chose to work with you, improvements that you can make on the site, what they really care about seeing on a vendor like yours website, what tends to build trust with them, what resonates with them, and the things that get said frequently, make sure you put them into play because you know it's what your idle customers actually care about seeing on a vendor like yours website. So step two, is the design stage. So this is where we can put all the insights that we've learned in the initial research stage into practice. Depending on the size of your company and the size of your website, perhaps if it's 50 pages plus, you may wanna do a wireframe first. This is essentially building out a prototype of the website before you do any visual design. And it tends to map out all the key elements of the pages. So you can be crystal clear on what the format of the website is gonna be before you do any real design. So for example, on a homepage, that might look like you've got menu structure at the top with your key pages. Maybe you've got a hero area or banner area underneath with your value proposition and some call to actions in terms of sending people to case studies or make an inquiry. And as you go down the homepage, you might have some social proof like case studies, main services offered, reviews, testimonials. And as you scroll down further, you might have menu nav at the bottom in the footer section and you might have some social media links and such. That's a rough idea of a wireframe for a homepage. So you'd wireframe, you'd map out all the key pages, and once they're signed off and approved, then you can move on to the actual visuals. So visual design, we tend to use a tool called InVision, which we recommend. Reason being is you can send designs, and you can actually, clients can comment on the designs directly. So if there's feedback on certain areas, they can just click into the design on their PC, and they can give feedback straight away. So with any web design project, nowadays we recommend a mobile-first design, because roughly 60% plus of searches are made from a mobile device. The traditional older practice several years ago was doing a responsive design. This simply means building a website that adapts to the device it's being opened on. However, this can give a poorer experience, especially for mobile and tablet, because your desktop device, your desktop website is just shrinking down to the device. Whereas we recommend taking a mobile first approach to design specifically for mobile, Make sure it's a beautiful, easy to navigate, great looking site on mobile, and likewise do the same for tablet and PC. So you give the best possible experience. You don't piss off customers and they won't hop over to a competitor site that gives them a better experience. So we'll start off with a homepage design, and that could be similar to what I just laid out there. Maybe you've got menu navigation, maybe in your menu nav, you've got a sticky menu navigation that sticks to the top of the page when you scroll down on mobile or PC. Perhaps we've got your main call to action in that menu nav. So request a quote or book your demo that stays in the top right corner in a nice clear standout button so people can easily click it. Maybe we've got on mobile a click to call option along with that 
get a demo call to action so people can essentially get in touch with you no matter what page they're on, no matter what section of your site you're on, they can easily request to speak to sales. And then maybe we've got that hero area with your value props and call to actions to view work or get in touch. Leveraging social proof on the main pages, so via case studies, perhaps video reviews, perhaps we're using podcasts, um, testimonials, and then as we scroll down, maybe some social links. And then doing the other pages. So a lead gen website page structure might be something like homepage, about services, which might be a drop down of the main services you offer. Then maybe a team page, maybe a resources section with a drop down for blog articles, perhaps videos and podcasts, perhaps useful resources where you can really educate people that aren't perhaps familiar with your sector. You can help with SEO because you're putting up useful resources and content to attract people that want to learn more about your business and eventually become customers. And then maybe you've got a contact page, which might be where the call to actions for request a demo or book an inquiry or get a free quote, send people to so they can easily put in their details and get in touch with you. That's a rough idea of what the structure might be for a lead gen site. We recommend doing custom bespoke designs for these kind of sites. So that way we can put together something that's unique that really leverages the insights that we've learned in the research stage and provide a tailored long-term solution with the design and build. Step number three is the development. This is where we bring all the visuals to life on your website. And there's two things here. There's front-end development and there's back-end development. So front-end development is all your visitors, how they engage with your website, what they can click through, what's dynamic on your website. So if you've got moving banners, if things move and collapse as people scroll through your pages, if there's inquiry forms that need to link up to CRM systems, all that good stuff, everything on the front end that your visitors, that your prospects will interact with. And then back-end development. So this is your admin side. This is your CMS, your content management system, where you can basically control your website and you can do all the key things like securely log in to the admin, and then manage pages, so edit all the page content, the text, the images, the videos, add new pages. So perhaps you've got several different page template styles that you can pick and choose from and easily add new sections, landing pages, service pages, contact pages, and all that good stuff. So this is really bringing the website to life, making sure it works perfectly on mobile, tablets, and PCs, coding that all up, coding up the user experience, and your admin experience, then setting up any integrations. So perhaps you want to integrate Google Analytics, perhaps you want to integrate something like Hotjar for more visitor behavior, setting up heat maps, running surveys. Maybe you need to link up to your CRM, perhaps you use Salesforce or HubSpot so we can make sure all the inquiries that come in feed straight into your CRM. Maybe there's some several other analytics or visual tools that we need to consider in terms of integrations. And essentially making sure the website provides a great functionality, hits the brief, and also taking on board any SEO considerations that we need to think about in terms of ranking organically on Google. Step number four is testing. So making sure everything works smoothly. So whenever building a new website, if you've got an existing site sitting already, we recommend leaving that as is and building the new website on a test server. So for example, with us, that might be webchoicetest.com forward slash your company name. So we don't affect the live site, that can stay running smoothly and everything we do is built on a staging test environment until it's ready to rock and roll and go live. So some of the things we do when we test sites is we test them out on all the major browsers, devices and such. So we've got a tool 
called Browser Stack that allows us to set up a range of test environments. So testing out on all the major tablet devices, like iPads, Samsung Galaxies, etc. Testing out all different screen sizes from small laptop screens to large Mac screens and beyond. Testing out on different mobile devices, iPhones, Samsungs, Nokias, you name it, we'll test it out on that. And just making sure that we fix any bugs, any issues, any alignment issues, and making sure our team are really happy, as well as the customers, with how the website responds to certain devices. Making sure all the features work well. So if there's CRM integrations, making sure they feed through. Making sure analytics work smoothly. Testing out. One of the worst things you can do is make a website live, and then the inquiry forms don't go through to the right emails. So making sure all the forms work. They send through inquiries properly if they need to email certain members of the team. They're all coming in, testing the phone numbers, testing each key element of the site, and also testing the page speed. So it's really important the website loads lightning fast. So making sure that experience is great on mobile, tablet, PC, making sure the website is close to one second or under load speed, which is going to help your search engine ranking. It's going to give a good experience and also help with your end conversion rates. So testing all pieces of the puzzle from website working on different devices to page speed to inquiries coming through and making sure everyone is happy with the site. Step number five, the final step is launching, marketing and ongoing support. So once the website has been tested out, any bugs have been squashed and it's running lightning fast and all inquiry forms are linking and working smoothly, it's time to make it live. So depending on how much traffic your website gets, you might want to do this at a quiet time, whether that's on a weekend or a Friday evening. Think about when your website is going to be quiet, when you don't tend to get inquiries. So you can make that transition of uploading the new site onto the hosting server and ensuring that as least issues are encountered as possible in terms of affecting lead times and such, as there usually is a few hours in which the new website needs to be transferred and uploaded to the server. So bear that in mind. And then once the website is smoothly updated, again, test it out, make sure everything's working well, all integrations, CRM integration, inquiry forms, phone numbers, all that good stuff are working well on the live site. And then a few things to think about are ongoing support and maintenance. So if you're using a platform open source such as WordPress, you might want to set up a monthly maintenance plan with your web company so they can keep plugins updated, keep the version of WordPress updated, and keep the website ticking along smoothly. And maybe you need updates from time to time that you can't manage yourself on the admin so they can help with that for you. So you've got a support plan to give peace of mind. And finally, marketing. So your website really can be your very best or very worst salesperson, something I talk about a lot, depending on if you follow the steps we've just laid out to really make sure the website is not designed for your ego, but to attract, build trust, educate, qualify, and convert ideal prospects. So you need to bring it to market. We need to make sure the website is actually on the channels that your ideal clients hang out on. So chances are most prospects go to Google if they need help with something. If they've got quite high intent to get something done, they're going to search on Google. So you need to think about organic search and getting your website a long-term marketing strategy through SEO, search and optimization. You might want to look into paid ads. So a quick route to market is Google AdWords, um, making sure you show up top in the paid listings. Maybe you want to look at sponsored review sites where you can get in front of your buyers there. Perhaps you want to look at social. If you're in the B2B space, that might be LinkedIn. Perhaps looking at Facebook ads to educate and build trust over time. So making sure that you're really thinking about where your buyers hang out 
you're present on those marketing channels, you're educating them, you're offering value, and then you're offering them the chance to convert. So book that inquiry or make a call or make a demo. This website is great, but there's no point in building an all singing or dancing one if you're not going to market it in front of your idle clients to actually attract those buyers, to generate those leads and bring revenue to your business. And there you have it. I hope my step-by-step guide on how to design and build a powerful website to generate a steady flow of leads for your business has been of use. As always, if you did enjoy it, a quick rating on Apple or Spotify really helps us a lot. So I'd be very, very grateful if you could. Or if you're on YouTube, a quick subscribe, again, is very much appreciated. And with that, I should catch you on the next one. Cheers. Chili Piper is the most advanced routing and scheduling software for B2B revenue teams. Its product helps demand generation teams convert more leads into attended meetings, sales teams book more demos faster, and customer success teams to delight their customers. Companies like Shopify, Forrester, Spotify, and Gong use Chili Piper to double their inbound conversion rates, eliminate manual lead routing, and streamline critical processes for meetings. Book your free tailored demo today at chilipiper.com. That's C-H-I-L-I-P-I-P-E-R.com.